This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Reaper of Souls and Patch 2.0.4 Community Roundtable. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Howdy folks, it's Navik here, and before we jump into the roundtable, I did want to apologize for the delay in getting this thing out. Between work, getting sick, and then Papa Kangaroo being hospitalized, things kind of got in the way. But nevertheless, we did record a community roundtable, and it was a fantastic one to boot. So I'm sure you'll all enjoy the roundtable, even though some of the information may now be a little dated, outdated I should say. But nevertheless, it was a great time, and I'm sure you'll have a great time listening to it, and I wonder how many more times I can say the same thing over and over. Well, anyways, let's get right to it. Now, without further ado, here is the Reaper of Souls, Patch 2.0.4 Community Roundtable. Coming to you from the Shattered Soulstone Mumble servers, this is the Shattered Soulstone Reaper of Souls Patch 204 Shattered Soulstone Community Roundtable presented to you by the Shattered Soulstone Podcast. How many more times can I say Shattered Soulstone? Anyways, I am your host, Nevik, and as you have probably already gathered, this is not a regular episode. This is something we like to do every once in a while to keep a, a small sense of what the community is thinking and feeling about the... Uh, um, well, the state of Diablo 3, but um, that's a different show. Hi, Sipko. This is something extra, something special, and all because of our amazing community. So let's go around the proverbial roundtable and see who is with us today. Joining me is Cyberwolf. Cyberwolf, how are you, and what what are you up to in-game? Oh, I'm leveling a new hardcore barbarian. You have been leveling I'm quite a few. I'm doing well, thanks for asking. I'm glad to hear that. And also joining us is JC Monkey, otherwise known as Jamie. What have you been up to? Uh, switched back over to hardcore. Got bored of uh, softcore and uh, yeah, got a demon hunter doing torment one wrists and stuff. Now I'm uh, leveling a monk with uh, cyber and uh, everything's going good. That's good to hear. I'm. I, I guess. I guess I'm glad that you've moved back over to hardcore side because now at this, at this rate, I might actually be able to catch you on softcore paragon levels. Yeah, I'm 243 in uh, softcore. Oh. I think. I think you might have passed me already. Yeah, I, I have passed you then. But also joining us is a new voice that I that has not graced our roundtables previous to this day. Is uh, I, I believe on on the twitters you go as Kagurai. Le Blue? Yes, that is correct. Awesome. What have you been up to in-game? Um, just gearing out my Demon Hunter doing Torment 2 riffs on Hardcore, and my Crusader doing Torment 1 riffs on Hardcore. Oh, so I'm almost surrounded by nothing but Hardcore players at the moment. Oh, Be and beating Cyberwolf in achievements. I'm just doing that too. <laughs> oh! <laughs> the gauntlet has been, has been slammed down. But, uh, yeah, so I guess I'm the only, um, the, the only limp core player here right now um, because uh, our, our good friend Scanline is also joining us. What have you been up to, Scan? Hello. I've been leveling uh, Demon Hunter back up uh, to 70 and then beyond uh, doing Torment 1 Batteries and Rifts. It's been awesome. Um, kind of left 
my witch doctor alone, but that's okay. Uh, I, I haven't had any time to play, hardly, so I've only been able to really focus on one character. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's not the witch doctor. Don't worry. No. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, I'm worried now. So, with Reaper of Souls launching, and uh, we, we've already seen a number of small patches, and patch 2.0.4 was recently dropped on us, and rather than being one of those really small minor patches, well, I mean, essentially it kind of is, but it does have some major implications to the gameplay. So, the first and foremost thing um, that has changed since Reaper of Souls has launched, and this has been addressed through hotfixes and isn't necessarily 2.0.4 related, but uh, legendary drop rates have been adjusted. Um, how have you guys been, I mean, have you been finding lots and lots of legendaries ever since? Do you think it's much needed, or do you think that maybe it's too much? Oh, we could always use more. There's more Borer always wants more. I've I felt the drop rates are a little bit better. It wasn't like super crazy to where they're raining from the sky, but it does certainly feel better. And I do like how they're kind of guiding us into adventure. Sorry about that. Guiding us into uh, adventure mode versus those unique runs and whatnot. Uh, I see a lot of people not too happy with that, but I'm perfectly happy with Blizzard saying, here, instead of doing these runs, it's actually, or these runs on Mangle Maw, it's better for you to actually, you know, go play the game, enjoy yourself. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah, uh, to address that, I, I suppose I should probably lay out exactly what what we're all talking about, and that is that um, the uh, drop rates in rifts was uh, hot fixed a while, a little while ago, by twenty five percent, and then they decided, well, you know what, that's not enough. Let's let's you know, let's Jay Wilson it, and Jay Wilson it they did. Well, sorta. I mean, they not not Jay Wilson the 25% but you know they gave us a 100% extra bonus chance on legendary items to drop while in rifts well as Jay Wilson over non rift loot so it's 50% more than what you get outside of the rift mhm so it's all relative i guess so now since rifts are meant to be the like basically the foremost place to find your legendaries um have has that proven to be true yes and no I, f I still find the majority of my legendaries out of chest and kicking over dead bodies and stuff. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. But, uh, Scan, um, I, I know you haven't been playing as much, but have you noticed an increase in your drops in rifts? A little bit. I, I haven't had much time uh, to spend in rifts after that patch at our hotfix, but uh, I, did, I did get a few. Oddly, like, before the hotfix, I just had this incredible night where I increased my DPS by 400,000 and my toughness by like 4 million in like a, a three hour period. It was kind of insane. But yeah, I, I, I am getting a drop. I, I play for like an hour or two and I get a drop or two uh, every time I play at least. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And th the reason why I specifically asked you is because, because, um, well, because, because yeah. How many times can I say because, but, um, uh, Jamie has this uh, conspiracy theory, so so to sp so to say. Although it's not necessarily his conspiracy theory, but it's something that's uh, gaining a little mm -hmm. bit of um, traction on the forums. With uh, you, your drop rates seem to drop off the longer you play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they att they attenuate a little bit. And uh, I I mean, it's hard to hard to say whether or not that's actually true. But has there been I, a blue post on this? No. They, this is this is just all you know, like. Um, 
anecdotal evidence from the community. Uh, you know, obviously, when you have a complaint, you know, like you're like, man, I, I'm not getting anything. You know, and it seems like the longer I play, the less that I find. And then you, you hop over onto the forums, and then you see somebody who kind of shares that same idea or has had that same bad luck, maybe. And well, and at least anecdotally, which I don't really lend a lot of credence to, but uh, anecdotally, from my perspective, I hop on and I'll have a medium okay night, a great night, or a awful night RNG-wise. So, you know, like last night, it was okay, but the night before last, it was just dreadful. I didn't get one legendary. I only had an hour and a half to play, but nothing. Zero. Yeah. So, as a, as, as a player who doesn't play very often... Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not seeing like a, a ton. Uh, I'd get a good night like about la like last week, but that hasn't happened again for me since. One thing I would like to say though is um, I'm rather starved for um, Forgotten Souls, and I do wish the like the Brimstones that they that they would randomly appear when salvaging rares, just even a little bit, because if you just go through like ten stashes of rares and and you know, get two out of that. I would be so much happier. I I completely agree with that. And uh, I, yeah, yeah, Forgotten Souls. I I just burned through the last time I Forgotten Souls last night trying to get a a socket onto my Crusader's weapon. And I was, it took all four. <laughs> I was like, oh man, now now I need more junk legendaries to drop. So um, since since I bring up junk legendaries, how have how have you guys found the legendaries? Uh, uh, well, the legendaries that you have been finding have they been game changing, or have they just been kind of you know finding more or less glorified rares? Some of them are kind of lackluster, but again, I guess you do need forgotten souls, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like I've found a couple that are really cool. Like this morning, uh, Nevik, you're actually online for this. I found a uh, an, the amulet that makes arcane damage uh, heal you, and I pretty much have near-perfect rolls on it. Like, that, that's cool. And I've found a couple of those before so far. Um, and But I found, like I said, a lot of if you will, trash legendaries. But at the same token, I'm okay with finding a bunch of those, because you, you do need to feed the beast of the enchantress. So I, I don't have too much of a problem with it. And if that that one really cool uh, build changer feels just awesome when it does drop. Yeah. Um. How about set items? Any has anybody completed a full set? I've got two set black thorns on my crusader, and one of the pieces is actually from Calda. Yeah. Um, oh, that actually, you know what? That reminds me. That was another thing that they hot fixed. They improved Kadala's uh, drop chance, or well, drop chance, <laughs> like like your anyway. <laughs> Her, she, she's not quite so uh, legendary stingy anymore. I they, found four legendaries with 300 blood shards this morning. Like, I was on a streak with them. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty amazing because um, I blew through about 400 and didn't get a single legendary. I was like, oh man, just trying to get my Crusader geared up now. I've had different results from Kadala. I've managed to go two full inventories and not get one. And then do a third inventory, and bam, I've gotten two right in a row. So, really hit or miss. RNG's Jesus, man. I went from doing about 1,000 uh, to, to 1 to now 500 to 1. So my, 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 increases, uh, my drop rates increase a bit more. I was lucky enough that the first time I went up to Kadala, I got a legendary on the first roll. <laughs> it's nice. kind of ridiculous. It's like, oh, 
wait, is that that's a legendary? You know, it's because it doesn't. There's no ding or like, you know, big trumpet sound or whatever. It's just there in your stash. And like, wait, was I? Did I pick that up before? It was it there? You know, but indeed, it was like the very first roll. It, it's she's been pretty good for me, but they've been all kind of uh, forgotten, sold. Yeah. Um, anecdotally, last night um, I hopped into a rift, a torment two rift, and um, first chest I opened had a legendary i think chess piece drop and then um not more than three minutes later had a legendary ring drop so i was like oh hey this is crazy and then nothing wait no i did have one more legendary drop later in that evening uh which was the uh sort the wizard source for the firebird set and that oh. um that i graciously gave to dread scythe because it completed his two-piece firebird set and I was like, okay, well, it's a DPS decrease for me, so here you go. Have fun with this. That's nice. That's nice of you. I have yeah. not completed any sets. In fact, much to my surprise, while everyone else is complaining about all the Blackthorns pieces they're getting, I've not gotten one. Not a single one. Keep using Kadala. They, I, I get them frequently from her. I'm just not getting enough to make a full set yet. Uh, Cyber, I, I suggest maybe complaining more to everybody. And then you might get some more drops. I, I found that the more I complain, the more legendaries I get. Like, yeah, I was complaining exactly. about not finding a legendary, and then suddenly they're raining from the sky for about 20 minutes, and then they go back to not existing, and then I complain more, and it's like magic. I think Jay well, Wilson is listening. Well, because I never complain. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds like a whole bunch of, um, I'm sorry, Cyber, you're SOL. <laughs> you're just going to have to complain more. I mean, yeah. if, if you want the legendaries, I mean... We we all we all got to do what we got to do, right? Back to Hearthstone. <laughs> to go. the forums. Yeah, that's, that's how you complain. Yeah, there you go. Just threaten to quit playing, and then you know we'll get some legendaries. Yeah. So okay, let let's move away from legendary items, at least in terms of um, uh, our lack of luck in terms of finding lots and lots of set items. Um, but let, let's let's talk about the other major piece of. Uh, the recent patch, which was some class balancing. Um, we, we saw, you know, monk, monks are perfect, so, um, you know, there, there you go. That, that's what we should all strive for. And uh, um, evidently, Dashing Strike is completely balanced and is not broken in any shape or, you know, not, not whatsoever. That, that was my takeaway. Wait, what? Never close Witch Doctors. Oh! <laughs> Well, there we go. Now now we have the Crusader slash Puke Doctor extraordinaire himself, Lantonio, joining us. What's up, everybody? Can you guys hear me okay? I'm on the phone. I'm up in the devils, and it's lightning out, so I'm not going to stand outside too much. <laughs> okay, you should definitely cool. not stand outside. You sound pretty okay. clear, though. You got a long metal rod to hold <laughs> it's the actually pretty, Well, there's there's actually a 4G tower in this town, so actually I should have good... It shouldn't be too terrible. And back to you, Nevik. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're... we're our field reporter Lantonio has joined us to tell to you know regale us of all of all of his legendary luck. Actually, I was on for about an hour last night and got two of them on um, just in the Degler Oasis, so it wasn't too bad. But just a quick note with the new patch, Crusader seems a lot better. You, a lot you, better. You, you think so? I definitely think so. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. Fist of Heavens is awesome now. Already good. I mean, now it's great. I think the only thing I really feel like I'm missing from my Crusader is my Wrath Gen feels just a sweet bit slow still. 
Um, and I understand. Yeah, well, I do cooldown skills, so I don't that's, really notice that's that. That's in my build as well. Um, but even but there's that period where I don't have them up, and it's just that those are the only right. times I feel it. Um, but I feel like a lot more recent cooldown reduction would fix that. Yeah. I have to say I was pretty disappointed seeing that they, they finally fixed the gloves of worship. Oh yes, they did. Curse them. No more zero cooldown for me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But, uh, that's, that's, some yeah, people were very disappointed with that. Yeah, because it was a long. I don't know if you guys two, talked two about the witch doctor or not too, but those the pets getting crit chance is awesome too. Well, I I was trying my best to not talk about the puke doctor, but um, since since you brought it up, we 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 can address this by talking about how this change also affects all pets for all classes. So for real classes included? Yeah, for for the actual real classes, the ones that don't suck. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm so, so is this what you're telling us is that the wizard was not affected by this patch? No, the wizard's hydra also is affected by that change. Unfamiliar. Oh, okay. um, I, my wolves on my demon <laughs> hunter went from overpowered to they just broke the game, considering how much crit damage I have. So the removal of the cap's really nice. I'm enjoying that bit. I just wish our other changes were sub more substantial, but the companion thing is really awesome. Yeah, speaking of which, um, th this was brought up on uh, um, BlizzPro's Westmarch workshop, where um, there a lot of demon hunters, if they complete their Marauder set, are going towards this um, sharpshooter pet build where they don't ever attack. Yep, because if you if you attack with it, it resets your crit chance. However, currently it's set up so that sentries and pets do not reset your crit chance. So you could effectively have 100% crit chance, retarded amounts of crit damage, and you just basically let everything die without you doing anything. You basically AFK. Walk away, make yourself a sandwich. Yeah, it's almost like the Necromancer. Yeah. In some ways. And, I mean, like, I personally, I'll probably get four set Marauders, and then I won't get anything else, because I'm not a fit, big fan of Sentry, but that build is probably going to be mandatory for Torment 6. And it's also, I, I would say, it's only a matter of time before the um, pets not, uh, or Sharpshooter probably won't affect your pet's crit chance, I, I would imagine. They'll either do that, or they'll make it actually reset properly, um, which would then actually, interestingly enough, probably further devalue it, because you'd crit, your pet would crit, and so instead of a cluster arrow critting, it's your pet melee swings. So we'll kind of see how they go with that, or if they leave it alone. But if they leave it alone, that's that's how you torment six, everybody. Yeah. So, um, okay, so uh, what what other changes? Um, I, I Cyber, I know you play just about everything, so... What, what have I'm, you noticed <clears throat> or appreciated? I'm almost loath to to admit it, but I have to agree. I think the monk is in a really good place. I haven't felt like wasn't the any monk already awesome too, though. Say that again, Lan. Sorry, what? I cut out. It's hard sometimes to tell if I'm interrupting. But I said, well, the monk already seemed pretty, you know, pretty badass as is. I'm surprised they tweaked it even more. Well, they no, the monk got nothing. They said, yeah, yeah they've literally got nothing. It's yeah, the monk just really didn't need it. Uh, I did notice the increased crit damage on Witch Doctor pets. That's definitely awesome. And I haven't played enough of the other classes yet to get a feel for the other changes. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't realize. I didn't actually look at the patch notes 100%. Yeah, I didn't know they got nothing. I thought I was... You guys are saying they tweaked it even more, but... <laughs> oh, they got zero. <laughs> <Being> sarcastic. Zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah. They didn't really need anything. I mean, I watched my brother-in-law use his and watch other people use theirs, and they seem like they're doing just fine, so... Well, I'm leveling mine to 70 right now, so I'll see what uh, I can do with it. 
Awesome. Yeah. So, um, as as everybody's aware, I'm primarily play as a wizard, and uh, yeah, the best class in the game. I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, we we all can't be wizards, right? Sacrilege! The Crusader is the best class in the game. Um, sure. All, 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 yeah, you I definitely make the best wizard, Nemec. Yes. And uh, as as Chris, you know, mentioned on Twitter, I, I've taught him that there are no modest wiz- modest wizards, right? Anyways, so okay, so um, barbs got slightly buffed in their single. Uh, like their uh, single target fury generators. I, I haven't really played my barb since the patch, so I can't really speak to it. Has anybody played a barbarian? Yes. And does it feel better? Yes. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? The next topic oh, that I was going to yes. cover was the pet minion critical hit damage kept removed. So um, we'll, we'll move on to crafting. This, this brings us back to legendary items. Um, crafting Legend, uh, the legendary crafting materials got a significant boost because prior to that, it was pretty pitiful. And uh, I've definitely noticed the increase, um, although I haven't really been farming for legendary sets, but uh, have any of you been you know, making use of not only the fact that crafting legendary materials are now much more plentiful and easy to find, but um, the set items that required the flawless royal now only require Marquise gems. Now, keep it in mind be that way makes them useful. Keep in mind, they are plentiful to find if you can find the rare monster. Now, that's the trick, because some so, of these rare monsters are so freaking rare you'll never see them in like a hundred games. But then you got some that are bounty targets, like the unique Morlus that you need for the Arc Fiend, uh, the Arc Fiend Quiver. There, there is almost no, every other one is a is a bounty. There target. is no whimsy bounty targets. Period. And that makes. And then if, if to add on to that, if for some reason you don't have a an, a, for a staff of hurting, then you got to get get over there to Act Three and probably farm Tiltara because she's probably the last one that you need for like Gibbering Gemstone. <laughs> I, I've got a, a staff of hurting in both hardcore and softcore, but. Again, trying to find some of these uh, parts for people who don't have the stats already is kind of hard because to find the Caverns of Frost over the the other one is like maybe like what two in ten, and then the odds of finding Chiltara is maybe one in ten. So multiply those together, and you get really crappy odds of finding it. Finding it. So don't die with your staff on you in hardcore, is what you're saying. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> right. Open the portal, go back, and put it back, then go in. That's actually sage advice. Essentially, it's what you're going to have to do, yeah. Um, So, uh, Zakhod has joined us as well. You may briefly have heard him mention that Crusaders are the best class. I I mean, clearly he's, um, you know, a little misguided, but that's okay. Because we all know that Wizards are the best class. But, Zak, have you been um, farming for legendary set items at all? Sort of. Um, This weekend, less than, than most. Hang on, I just died. Oh, well, I sure hope you were playing softcore. It's okay, it's, okay. it's softcore, you're good. Yeah, I saved my Speaking of softcore, I think uh, my phone's going to kick out. It's starting to storm kind of bad, so I'm going to get out of here before I get struck by lightning because I, I can't do it in the hotel room. It won't let me. So enjoy the round table, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for stopping, everybody. Good hearing you, Lynn. Later. Later. Bye. Bye. Thank, thank you, field reporter. I, I pretty much... Uh, no problem. I'll check in if I can. See ya. Back to you, Nick. <laughs> I pretty much saved my hardcore stuff for special events for Shattered Soulstone. 
Yeah, which um, hopefully uh, Lantonio's um, internet situation will get resolved by the end of the month, and then uh, Dead and Waiting will be back in action. So that, uh-huh. that's something to look forward to. Yeah, but, I have been. I've been trying to learn where the various items for the various plans that I have actually gotten dropped. Today was the first time I'd actually gotten a map for a plan I had, which was the Cultist Blood. But I'm trying to learn about where the very different things are because I've been working a lot of extra hours, so I haven't been able to do the research. But I'm hoping, you know, I'm, I finally, as I mentioned to you the other night in chat, I did prove the fact that there are indeed legendary Crusader shields, which I didn't believe for the longest time. Yeah, I'm still trying to find one for my Crusader. Uh, yeah, the, the cool thing I think about the mats, other than the fact you could just go online, if you read the flavor text, a lot of times they'll give you a hint on what the, the mob is. Um, and I think that's actually a pretty cool thing. Uh, like the Morlu, uh, the one for the Arcfiend Arrows, for example, it pretty much directly says, nobody knows why Morlu hold on to these. So it's like, oh, I gotta kill Morlu Uniques. The only thing I wish that was kind of clearer, because originally I was farming all Morlu, but it's only Uniques, and I didn't know that for a bit. I kind of wish they made that a little bit more clear, but other than that... Well, well if you go to DiabloFans.com, they got a list of where everything is, so they, yeah. they uh, dead and mine the crap out of it. Yeah, and wouldn't it be nice if just the base monster type had a chance to drop it, you know? Uh, it could be significantly reduced because, you know, with it being a non-unique monster, the drop chance should be, you know, may- maybe like closed beta legendary drop rate. I could see that being a feature change. To, well, I the, yeah, I got the cultist blood off of the two yellows when I was just doing a bounty in the uh, Halls of Agony. And they both were kind of, one was the bounty and one was the other one wandering through, and so they both dropped it, so prove that. Yeah, um, so have have any of you crafted any set items? I, I, I've been meaning to craft a set of Ashira's, the level 70, to see if that, uh, f- what is it, four-piece proc? The, uh, your companions will come to your aid occasionally? Not yet. I've been saving all of my uh, legendary crafting sets until I can actually stockpile enough Forgotten Souls to consider it. (laughs) Yeah, when you craft them, they're horrible. So you need to stockpile enough to craft at least ten attempts to try and get something rolled good. Yeah, like I know I'm trying to do the the Captain Crimson's trimmings uh, is the one I'm trying to go for for my Crusader to help fuel my cooldown reduction build, but I am been, unfortunately I haven't found enough uh, of the Sand Shark uniques to even see those drop. Oh, I didn't even realize that that's where those came from. <laughs> yep. It's a land shark. Yeah, they're the, so like you have so like the one in uh, early Act 2 that just like eats the dude in front of you, and then you have the one that drops the Murlocket. Right. So, in other words, it's kind of hard to find that those items. Y- y'all. <laughs> luckily, so, uh, I'm sorry. Luckily, a lot of the the crafting item people things, there a lot of them are bounty targets. So that's that's a positive at least. But I could I could see like later on when it's they're more of a everyone's already got most of the gear and they're like oh this is just to help your alt or whatever. You don't want to like sit there and waste a million hours looking for this that they make it a small tiny chance off of like trash mobs or elites and whatnot. Yeah. It, it would just it, it would just be nice to have more options on farming, I suppose, because um, it, it would be nice. Although I did have a string of good luck in finding Forgotten Souls last night um, from running rifts in killing the rift boss. It, it would be nice, you know, if if you could find rift uh, the uh, Forgotten Souls elsewhere as well. Got to feed the beast. 
more legendaries, more souls. So, um, along those lines, uh, since we're talking about set items and unique monsters, and we've already touched briefly upon this, uh, with unique monsters, they've had their loot tables nerfed to the ground in terms of uh, trying to eliminate those uh, quick little um, farming runs that are um, not necessarily divergent gameplay, but they ended up being divergent gameplay. Yeah, yeah there's... They, had, they ended up being the best uh, resource in game for getting legendaries the fastest. Like, if you just enjoyed playing the game, you probably didn't do that, but if you're one of those people who feels like, oh, I need to do everything I can to max, you that's all you did. Um, and... I actually ended up making a post about this on the forums, but there, there's two problems with it. One is players will burn themselves out, inevitably. It's kind of like they, they're trying to save players from themselves. Um, and then two, another way to look at this is they're looking at ladders eventually in the future. If these runs still exist within the ladder, if you even want to be like sort of competitive or feel like you're trying at least, you have to do those runs. Um, and their intent for adventure mode is to be the end game. If it's not serving as the end game, it's a fail. There's some failing in the design of the game, so they're kind of trying to push people towards that. And but they're not just using the stick alone; they're using the carrot as well. So not only did they nerf uniques, but at the same time they buffed rifts. And rifts and bounties are dependent upon one of each other. You can't do rifts without doing bounties. So overall, it's a buff to adventure mode. Yeah. That was actually going to be the point that I was eventually going to make, so I'm really glad that you made that point. What What, what do you think about it, Cyberwolf? Yeah, it's, uh... Sorry, got a goblin. <laughs> My timing is always impeccable when I go to people. Yeah, you asked me right before I got distracted and died. Yep. No, as far as, far as the, uh, the divergent little runs, I'm glad that they are eliminating them because it... Not only is it not fun to do, but it pulls people that would normally be just playing the game out of circulation. And how can you have a, a thriving public player game, player base if you will, if everyone's off on their own doing their own specialized little loot runs? Yeah, and yeah, it's so not fun, you know, opening the game. Oh, didn't get the bounty that I, I need for that, you know, and yeah. Or, well, th those runs were actually more focused on running the campaign because it was so much easier to guarantee that every single game you open, you'd be able to do exactly what you needed to do. But Like the checkpoint that puts you directly next to Razor uh, Skull or Razor Claw or whatever the hell his name is. Right. I mean, it, it just stuck you right there. There was, there was no gameplay in it. It was start game, go to checkpoint, okay, leave, kill Razor Claw, leave game, start game again hit portal, kill Razor Claw, and you just did that over and over again. It was efficient, it worked for what it was supposed to do, but it's in just terrible gameplay. It's incredibly boring, and then in, if it happened too much longer, you start seeing people like, oh, this game doesn't offer anything, this game is boring, this game is dumb. Well, you're doing one monster over and over again. I'd get tired of looking at it, too. Yeah. Um, what do you think about it, Scanline? I, uh, I would... I, it gnaws on me that, um... That there's more efficient ways of doing things that are way more boring than adventure mode. I mean, you know, I haven't really been playing much, so I get a ton out of just playing adventure mode and doing things like that. But um, I also know that there are these particular runs that, you know, since I don't play often, I could get a bit more out of. And um, I it gnaws on me that that's that's the case. And I do hope that they nerf them because this is this is the time to do it. Um, especially to balance out the uh, ladders coming up, because uh, that's that to me is like 
would would be the problem with a, a ladder. I would not enjoy a ladder if everybody's just doing the most efficient, most boring run. Right. And since we're bringing up ladders, I, I mean, even though this isn't in the game yet and was only announced at the launch party, um, we are getting seasons. Um, but I, I guess just very briefly, we'll go around and say um, whether or not we're planning on playing in in the seasons and and if you're not what what would it take to get you to play or if you are what is the draw that that will make you play we'll start with you uh Zakhan. given my schedule and such i don't really have the time to dedicate to something like that but i'll be very much trying to help anybody i can by being supportive behind the scenes in any way that's possible and wh what about you cyber right now my initial thought is what would get me into playing ladders are, for one, achievements. Number two, legendary uh, special ladder-only items. Other than that, I've got too much time invested in my current characters to really care about ladders. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the whole idea of season-specific items... Um, somewhat controversial in the community some people want them some people don't um jamie w w would you like to have season specific items definitely because it would actually get me to want to go and level characters in the uh, seasons because i hate leveling right now it is dog crap and it is slow it's painful and everyone every everybody everywhere i see in the streams and youtube videos they all get power leveled now nobody levels anymore so they need incentive for us to go do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So having these particular items that you can only really get in these seasons would get me to go level to do that. Yeah. What, what about you, Kagurai? Um, are you planning on participating in seasons? Oh yeah, as soon as they're out, I will be all over them. 100%. Um, it's actually kind of funny, I'm going to say this, it's pretty much polar opposite. I miss releveling my character. Um, back in vanilla, chocolate, whatever you want to call it, I lost 11 demon hunters, and I had to re-level every time. I kind of miss that about the game, I miss the reset, because it's fun in its own, the anticipation of reaching that max content and going. Um, and then there's the, uh, there's the competition aspect of it. I'm incredibly excited about it. see where I stack up, I'm not going to be top. I don't play enough, I play probably way too much, but I don't play enough to truly be competitive. But I still enjoy that aspect of it, and I'm super excited. And if they add legendaries that are unique to it or something, that's just icing on the cake for me. I'm super excited about ladders, and I cannot wait. Let me throw this little wrinkle in there. Um, I, I was thinking about it, and some people are very adamantly opposed to the idea of having season-specific items. Um, but uh, what what if they they took that idea and... But they did it with transmog gear, you know, um, sim uh, slightly akin to, you know, with uh, um, the armor sets every tier in World of Warcraft in terms of raiding tier or arena seasons, you know. It, what if they did something similar to that? Mm, okay, I guess. Transmog might get you through it. Uh, transmog might get you through it. It wouldn't necessarily get me through it. Um, I, I do plan on playing ladders, but only if there's something else there beyond the ranking because I'm not going to show up on the ranking. <laughs> um, I, I'm just not. I mean, I just don't have the time. Uh, but that doesn't matter. I'm still totally excited about the ladders because and 
because it's it's hopefully going to generate some sort of gear that you can bring back into your character. Right. Um, and to me, that's the whole point. And what I completely um, agree with whoever actually just said um, the, the previous comment about um, the, the leveling. I enjoy leveling, and I think getting people to go into ladders to not just rank, but to get items to bring back to the standard game is just extends the gameplay, because leveling can be an exciting gameplay mode. Like, how do you level quickly? How do you, how do you level efficiently? Um, you know, the, the process, the drops, the, all of the excitement that happens during the level, leveling is going to be f fresh and exciting in a way that we haven't experienced before. Not even, even for hardcore players, you know, because you always want to get back up to level 60 or 70. But now it's, it's, it's uh, even more exciting. And, and hardcore ladders, obviously, is, is that's a where whole it's other dimension. Be yeah, that's where yeah. it's going to be at. So if they don't have any items or anything that you can do to improve your, your standard character, um, I'm probably not going to play ladders. And I understand the argument, like, I don't want to be forced to play ladders. But my argument is, like, why, like, why not play another gameplay mode that that continues to improve your character and someone might just say I'm not gonna play a ladder for six months just to get this one item uh, and my argument is like well you probably will if the item is good enough right and and when you get that item it's gonna feel great and you're gonna have it and and people are gonna say oh wow you got that item on ladders that's awesome you know so um, I'm all for it Here's a, another like minor prediction I have about it. I think if they do do ladders because of the time span of it, it's not meant to last years or even many many months. It's it's a much shorter time frame. I feel like that we'll see a big buff as well within ladders as for a legendary drop rate. I think we might see even close to friends and family uh, beta drop rates for the ladders simply because people aren't gonna they need that's another little carrot is oh I see more legendaries. It's much more fun. Um, and they need to have that kind of reassurance that they're going to see more stuff. Because if you don't see Fruits of Your Labor, a lot of people will quit. Even if it's something as transient legendaries. Yeah, that I, would definitely do it. Yeah. I have a sort of a, a ladder fantasy that, that I know that's not going to happen. But it's like, a, it's a late 30s, early 40s, you have kids in like a job ladder. Where you only can play the ladder max two hours a day. And that's it. So, like, you can go in, you can you can play those two hours, and then once you hit the two hour limit, you have to, you you get kicked out of that mode, and it sort of evens the playing field a little in terms of time commitment among all the players, and it turns it into a bit to... more of like an efficiency game. Right, I might so, actually be able to participate in something like that. Exactly. Like you'd sit down and you'd say, oh, "Okay, I'm you know here. This is great. I have I, I have two hours. <laughs> I can play this ladder. You know, so it, it's it, some sort of time for like time constraint around a ladder could be kind of cool on a daily basis. What what if they did? Um, I I I know this is gonna people will probably be like, but that's stealing from Path of Exile. What what if they did? You know, two hour ladders. Awesome." I would love that. You mean like races or whatever yeah. they called it? That would be kind of fun, actually. You know, every once in a while to change the pace, just do a two-hour ladder, or maybe even like a day or two days kind of race or something. That'd be kind of cool. You know, maybe just, make it once a week, or you know, make it a thing, a four-hour race, a, a day race, and and again, why are you doing that? 
Um, yes, there's achievements. Yes, there might be transmogs, but items, you know, maybe you get a, a, a guaranteed drop, or if you do a certain amount, if you get to that that point, uh, you get that special item. You know, that, that, that would be great. I would like that over the six-month seasons because it would change the pace. You know what I'm saying? Because you instead of doing like wrist and bounties day in day out, you say, "Oh well, I'm just gonna go do a race today, and then blah blah blah, be back to whatever the day after." Yeah, I honestly I would have no uh, as much as I I love playing and leveling, I I I would I would have zero interest in you know doing a short little race like that because um, one chances are you wouldn't really get much benefit out of it other than just the competitive aspect, and I'm not I'm not too keen on. Um, you know, competitive PVE in Diablo because I, I know I'm just I'm not capable of being um, competitive in that field, in that aspect. I, you know, I I'm I'm also along lines of Scanline in terms of I have two children, a full time job. You know, it's not possible for me to be super competitive with those who can play 14 hours a day if they if they choose to. But Nevik, what if uh, what if there was an item at the end of that? You know uh, uh, that carrot dangling at the end of that two-hour race that if you can it, bring back to your your softcore hardcore character. I mean, as uh, long as it was superficial, like tra- something transmogable, I, I in in that case, I think that would that would be enough to get me to go into it because I absolutely love transmog. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. who who knows before the announcement of transmog, I, that that was one of the features I was hoping for. And I just, I, I absolutely love it. It's so much fun to transmog your gear and look cool. I mean, like, I have my Crusader, and she's golden. She's like a golden warrior right now, and it's just so much fun. Hey, you got that idea for me. No, I did not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so let, let's move back into what is actually in the game right now. Um, so, along with, you know, um, drop rates being improved and everything resplendent chests are finally resplendent again um ha- i i still have yet to find a legendary out of a resplendent chest but i i definitely feel like they're a lot better what what how is how have your resplendent chests been for everybody i found a legendary ring no way was, yep you're yep. giving out more crap but still nothing particularly off i got i got a nagel ring um I mean, the first the first thing for a legendary to even drop is step one. It has to drop items. The fact that the resplendent chest now drops like three or four items, even if they're blues or yellows or commons, means that they already have an increased chance from the get go to even drop a, a legendary. So I'm totally okay with this. By the way, legendary. <laughs> what did you That's... get? What did you get? <laughs> Two-handed sword for my. Oh. Okay. Actually, you know what. Um, since since there really isn't too much to talk about with resplendent chest, but um, two-handed weapons, good, they're bad, garbage, ugly, ugly and garbage. Unless they're like they're, they're working for the crusader that uses that ability, so he can use and a shield. I, I feel if, like if t- two-handers were, ba- were balanced around crusaders. To be a hundred percent honest, I I and, have that exact same feeling. And you know what's really funny is that they're so crappy, except for crusaders, uh, that even if they're like. Um, level level reduced. It's just like the 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 attack pe- the attack speed is so slow. I now I had this uh, twenty five level reduced uh, two hander, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna hit. Okay, go get a sandwich. Hit again. 
you know, it's it, it's it's just like I hated the gameplay. I find my barbarian's frenzy fixes that for the pole arm that I have. It's like nineteen level reduction. Mm-hmm. That helps a little bit, um, right? You get that attack speed boost, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 but like, if you don't have a lot of attack speed, or you're not like a demon hunter, and I'll even say this is a demon hunter. Crossbows, I cannot stand them. I hate everything about them because it sits. It's like I'm charging my laser shot. I'm charging my laser shot. That's how I feel like every time I shoot a crossbow. And they're as, good for the scoundrel, but that's about as, it. Yeah, that's about it. I, I I'm much more amiable uh, to faster weapons like one-handed cross. Even bows are fine, but one-handed crossbows are my favorite because they're fast. And when I'm playing an action game, I don't want to sit there and watch myself swing. Uh, I want to kill things quickly, and I want to feel powerful because I'm moving quickly. Um, and, but that's again, that's a preference. Uh, and I know two-handers are good for things that are channeled, uh, but bah. No, yeah. I agree completely. I know that uh, pre-Reaper of Souls, everyone, as far as Demon Hunters turned, you know, if you weren't using a mana core, you weren't doing it right. Hated that because the speed of a crossbow. I was a rebel. I was rocking Wind Force. I'm proud of it. <laughs> but um, it's and a lot of that is the the build diversity has kind of come out of the game has helped with that a little bit because no, you don't see the rapid fire demon hunters anymore. That build got completely crushed and broken, and I did the happy dance all over it when it was gone. Um, but uh, like a lot of the, there's some builds that they focus a bit more on those hard hitting spenders, and that's where a two handed would be a little bit stronger because it's based on weapon damage. And like my black guard, it's if on my crusader, it's 2900 DPS. My uh, demon hunter, I haven't seen like a, a crossbow, one handed crossbow above 2500. So I mean, there's an advantage there for some things. It's just it just feels so slow. Uh, and it's I'm sure it's fixable, but it feels like it's fixable to where I have to sacrifice a lot to get to that point to where it feels a bit better. Not even completely fixed, but better. Yeah, um, I I guess I'm okay with two-handers just being moder- moderately better. Well, no, one, because I they, they do feel decent on a Crusader um, with uh, Heaven's Might. But um, what, I, I mean... I, I, I'm also a barbarian player, and well, and a wizard. But um, I, I was thinking, you know, when is the barb going to be given Titan's grip? Because I, I think that would just be amazing to be able to wield two two-handers. I think it'd be cool, but um, I think one thing they do balance two-handers against if you're not a crusader um, is the fact that one hand you can dual wield one-handers, or you have main hand, off hand. And you have the possibility for two legendary affixes, um, and they kind of need to balance two-handers. I actually think that two-handers should probably have more radical uh, legendary affixes than one-handers, because you only have one, and in effect you are limiting yourself to one less potential legendary affix that could be completely build-breaking. Legendary. Okay, Uh well, somebody's somebody's been hit with a lucky stick right now. now. Two-handed mace, another useless item for my (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to call that lucky, you go right ahead. You know, when you get done with that horseshoe, we'd like it over here. I I just feel like, like, again, part of the problem with two-handers is right now is they feel incredibly slow and clunky unless your build is centered around that one big hit. Um, And then it's just, you're throwing away a leg- possible legendary affix, which could be huge depending on your character. Um, Demon Hunters get around this because we have Quivers and we're freaking awesome. But other classes 
don't have that luxury of getting around it. And I feel like that kind of hampers two-handers quite a bit. Now, if let, let's just say for the sake of argument that uh, Blizzard would um, be amiable to you know, listening to the community and improve two-handers, what needs to be done to make them more attractive for not not just, you know, a class that can use them effectively like a crusader, but, you know, everybody like a wizard. I mean, how how many wizards run around with a staff? Or I don't or... I don't I don't ever want to see a two-hander roll with lower DPS than a one-hander ever again, if that's um, the case. Let me ask you this. How many two-handers have an amazing affix that you can't live without? And that's the answer of how many two-handers you probably want. Because if they don't roll an affix that can beat a one-hander affix, you you got to think to yourself is, well, I could use this two-hander that, well, theoretically, it's a couple hundred d- DPS higher, but I could just use this one-hander and maybe a shield or another or offhand or another weapon, and I could have another legendary affix and be even more awesome. It's, it's that conundrum. The two-hander affixes... Uh, like the one wizard staff I can think of that makes Energy Twister now a straight line. Whoop-dee-doo! Nobody uses that skill, so it doesn't matter. They need to make the two-hander ones much more radical, in my opinion. Um, and I'm not talking about like bows and crossbows, because those those are fixed by quivers. I'm, I'm talking about like pole arms and stuff, things that other classes can use. And, but then that kind of goes again to, well, how do you balance Crusaders with that? You know what? Oh. Since since you brought up that staff, uh, my wizard has it, and I, I tried it. I was like, yeah, you know what? I actually prefer the unpredictable path of the energy twister because it actually can hit monsters more easily because, you know, they're almost always coming straight at you. So, um... Uh, when, and then, when you, then it's like squirrel. It's like squirrel! And then they go left. Yeah, and with, uh, with making your energy twister go straight, it's like, it just goes in a straight line and then, then it's like, well, the damage... Sometimes it's good, but most of the time it's not enough, and then you gotta kind of like circle strafe around to see if you can try to get them to path back into it. And it's like, oh, what? Here's an idea. What if they took that staff and changed it so that instead of just one tornado, you shot out maybe two or three tornadoes at once? With like, what if that staff instead of like like I said, you shot out three tornadoes that orbited you, or there's three tornadoes that went out about ten yards and they did small circles while orbiting you. Like, See, that would be would... broken because that that amulet... Oh my god, dude. I don't even want to think about the Moonlight Ward. That, that, oh, Jesus Christmas. That would be <laughs> so OP. What, what's that, what does that amulet do? I, I haven't let's, seen let's, it. Let's, let's, let's not make the wizards more OP here, okay? But what if, you had, <laughs> what if you had stuff like that for every class? Like, what if you made those builds that just feel broken without truly being broken? Like, you had to work and find those specific pieces to make that synergy. Those pieces might not be perfectly rolled best in slot but dang it they feel good to use them and that's that's kind of like what i feel like they want to go for and they should make a harder push to like help out items items that feel lackluster that is in my opinion an easy way to fix it make their legendary affixes compelling make them something that you want to do make them something that you want to actively seek not just like oh i got this staff that makes my energy twisters go straight that's just cool remember, i guess broken is in the eye of the beholder it is, well, if everybody's OP and broken, then is anybody truly OP and broken? Well, I can tell you one thing. Siegebreaker is broken because he just pulled me off my steed. That <laughs> was fun. <laughs> but, uh... Okay, so, um, while we're on the topic of broken, um, they, they fixed a broken mob type. Um, did anybody lose a hardcore character to ghosts with their soul siphon ability? What? Those things hit for anything? 
I'm, I, I never noticed them. I will tell you right now, on a Demon Hunter, quote-unquote, the squishiest class, I never noticed them hitting any harder, but I saw friends in Softcore go, oh, I just lost my... I just died again to the stupid phantoms. I'm like, what are you... He was doing two, Torment 4, and he has, like, six mil toughness. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? You're, you're gonna get killed by anything that sneezes on you anyway. Um, and I, I, I feel like a lot of that was just... It's the Softcore gameplay, honestly. Just, you play to kill things quickly with less regard for your toughness. We really need a bigger uh, penalty for death in softcore. I, I, I was excited about the uh, Pool of Radiance sort of uh, loss when you died, but it doesn't seem to really be doing anything. It's people not are enough. Just, no, it's, people are still playing on like, yeah, 4 million toughness on Torment 3, which is ridiculous. And, and I mean, I, I would love to play softcore I would love to love softcore because of the death penalty. You know, why not lose all of your experience bar, no matter where it's at, if you die? Just all of it. You, you, know, know? you know what, Scanlight? I don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it's, uh, it, it's like, I feel like them changing it so the unique runs aren't the best way of doing it. I think that helps a little bit because now it forces you to actually go play the game because you could get away with really, really dumb things if you're just killing Mangle Maul, because what does Mangle Maul really do? He doesn't do anything. You just run out of his range and you kill him. So you could do it with almost no toughness at all. I think that'll actually kind of help push toughness a little bit more for efficient farming of rifts, because if you die all the time, it's not going to be efficient anymore. Um, and then you, you'll either kick the difficulty down or you'll go, oh, I should probably gear a bit more toughness. But seeing as the focus on DPS, they'll probably just kick the difficulty down so that the, the phantoms don't just sneeze on them and they die. Um, You're falling into the elitism attitude again. You got to remember, there's a mass quantity of people who play who don't want to play all that hard-ass stuff, whether it's hardcore or not. You're, I'm not I, talking I, about me. I'm just talking about they're aiming this product at the vast majority of people, not the not you hardcore. Even in softcore, I want it to be hardcore kind of mentality. Well, no, I understand that. The uh, but here's the thing: they're trying to discourage death. They're trying to discourage you from just. You're running in and dying and saying, oh, I died, and I'm going to keep trying until I get through. Um, and I, I understand what you're saying, but we need to somehow... Death needs to be seen as a bad thing, not a minor inconvenience. Uh, you should try to avoid death. You shouldn't just put it on Torment 6 because I only play on the hardest difficulty. I don't care how many times I die. You, 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 you need to... There needs to be some value in it. There um, needs to be a balance. I understand... And the game needs to appeal to people, and not you don't want them to, to for totally casual people to, to get frustrated with that. But it's a game, you know, and so there's got to be penalties for playing the game the game badly. I know that's yeah. Come on, what would Monopoly be if you couldn't go to jail? Well, and like for your okay, so you're a casual player, but they like to. They like to play on a harder difficulty. Okay, well, they go on Torment 6, even though they just die to everything. But what what either happens is, is they just keep pushing along. But if they're truly, like, they don't have a lot of time, they don't want to invest a lot of time, they get frustrated. And if they get frustrated, like, well, why am I doing this? Why am I sitting here just dying every two seconds? when I Because I want to I want to play the game when it's challenging. Uh, and they'll do one of three things. They'll, they'll finally go, okay, I need to kick it down. Or they say, I don't have time to progress. And they'll just not play. Uh, and that's another way of looking at it. Well, as this is not a subscription model, I don't see Blizzard really caring about that. Once they have their money, they have their money. 
If they didn't care, they would have left the game as it was originally. Well, right, no, but I mean, I don't see them caring about whether or not they're still playing after a while. Okay, well, here here's the counter-argument, because um, I, I, I've noticed a lot of... Um, I, I don't want to say elitism, but there, there is a little bit of snobbery when it comes to hardcore versus softcore players. And I, I made this argument last night with Ninepad in that, um, or maybe it was two days ago, but uh, uh, I, I don't... playing I, a wizard, by the way? By the, <laughs> the I, I don't see as playing softcore as, you know, not being as good of a player because... Um, when, when you play hardcore, you just play safe most of the time. I mean, you, you, you don't push the difficulty unless you're absolutely sure that you can do it. I mean, at least if you're a quote-unquote smart hardcore player. I mean, there are times when you will push it and maybe you die. And may, maybe you like having that, you know, that repercussion because you do like leveling, whatever. You know, but for for the most part, most hardcore players, they just play safe. You know, they, they, they don't push it into torment until they grossly overgear it. And that... That, that isn't to say that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, it's a different kind of gameplay. You know, I like playing softcore where I can push the difficulty up and see if I can handle it, you know. I and, think, I think Nevik, you're, you're touching on an argument that is the most valid on that, and I, I completely agree. And I would say that just increasing the death penalty in softcore a little bit more would would uh, reinforce what you're saying. So it would it would actually make softcore an even deeper and richer experience. Um, it, it it's it's because uh, you're to your point. Yeah, I mean you can really overdo it in hardcore and play safe and and really not get much off out of it because you're. Yeah, I will say I'm one of those players who plays incredibly safe. I didn't touch Torment 1 until I had 650k sheet DPS. Mind you, I had a Cinder Coat and Mage Fist as well, and like 8 million toughness. I wouldn't even consider it. I play incredibly safe, uh, That's and I enjoy that. It's a playstyle. Hardcore right, is exactly. not harder. It is a playstyle difference. That is the, the big thing. I think what Blizzard's currently done so far to encourage not dying in softcore is good, and I, I, a little bit more would probably be good. Um, but I, uh, I will tell you, I am playing incredibly safe. I've lost eleven demon hunters. I try to play stupidly safe. Uh, I, I've done my recklessness, and I, I feel a lot of hardcore players—they're they're the exact same way. It's it's a play style difference. It's all it is. Yeah. So with that, all that being said, what if pools of reflection also gave you bonus magic find? You know, because that's one thing that we've noticed that we've been missing. And for a hardcore player, you know, the pools of reflection is like, oh, I get some bonus experience. That's good, but uh, you know, you don't want to die anyway. So yeah, it's permanent bonus experience. Um, so here's my question about the magic find: Is that affected by the legendary uh, magic find rate? Because if it is, it's effectively worthless. Because it would take so much to make any actual difference, since it's at one hundredth of the value of magic find. It, it would be. I, I, in order for it to actually be worth it, I, I would say it would be something more akin to the bonus drop chance of just legendaries, period. Um, kind of like what what we have in Rifts, although not to that degree, because 100% just for having a Pools of Reflection buff is probably way too much. But So, Pools of Reflection, you now get 25% more experience for however, and then you also get 25% more legendary find. Would yeah. that make you not want to die? I, I think that would be enough for softcore for you to um, change up your gameplay so that you don't die. 
You know, but, there's yeah, something else again, they could do oh, as ahead, a completely novel idea. There's an NPC in town. He's only used for brawling. Why not set it up so that he is a gear evaluator? It's an interesting so, idea. That's hard to do, though, because there's a lot of not-sheet DPS. You can actually well, have really low-sheet DPS, but do a metric well, buttload of effective here's DPS. About the, here's this. There's a counter on your gear that's about 100%, and every time you die, you lose like 0.5%, right? So that way, the more you die, the more your gear devalues, you know what I'm saying? And if you die... To, to, to the point where your gear is 50% of its value, your gear sucks now and you have to get new gear. That would be a way to get people to not die so much. That's too harsh, uh, I think. That's, that's that's You're taking away player power. Taking away player power, I don't feel it's ever a good thing. You kind of want to stay away from that. Um, may, penalties for dying are fine. Death is meant to be a bad thing. I think that's a bit too much. It's kind of like the same vein as why they won't take away experience or make you de-level if you die. I, I feel like it's the same vein as that. Um, but and that's obviously an opinion, but I don't think that's a, a great idea. Yeah, um, you don't want it to just be draconian, but to, to Nevik's point, softcore can really uh, excel if you get to that balance where you're, 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 you're walking up to the edge of death just uh, you know, a, a bit more than hardcore. You know, you're going up there and you're being more reckless, and that 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 can really enhance the gameplay style uh, quite a bit. Uh, but you know, you don't want to die, so you're trying to be careful. But you're definitely risking a, a heck of a lot more than you would in hardcore, and and that would be a, to a very rich, viable gameplay experience. You know, and um, it would mean the ba like a different balance of toughness, DPS, all that stuff, but. Um, it would be its own thing, and I think uh, it would be pretty valuable. I mean, I'm not saying that software is at all. Um, it's just a, it's just a, it's a different play way to play a game. I'm just maybe debating a, you know, I mean, a slightly more isn't bad. No, it's, it's not bad. It's purely the fact that, and I don't know why this is, but it's like we talked about. Some players are just boneheaded in their play style. They, they. Focus 110% on damage and don't pay enough attention to their toughness, so they're corpse hopping. That's not fun. For I, I wouldn't think it's fun for the player, but there's enough of them doing it that maybe they just don't care, or maybe they don't know. I think yeah. they don't care. They know. It's just they don't care. Yeah, and, it's, it's probably a f one of those differences between uh, somebody who gets more out of playing in hardcore than somebody who plays in softcore and you know, uh, just just by the mere fact that you are playing in hardcore means you do care if you die because, well, may, may, maybe some hardcore characters don't, your players don't care so much if they die, but um, it's an interesting line. It's like it, uh, for hardcore, at least for me, I'm trying to tread a line where I feel safe, but I still have those moments of oh crap, I almost died. Like because that's what you play for. You play for the thrill, the rush of it. Um, and if you play too safe, like if I only ever played normal, that'd be incredibly boring for hardcore, even for hardcore. There's, there's no danger Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why you have that, you still want to push the torments, you still want to push the difficulty. Uh, I set benchmarks for when I want to try pushing this difficulty, and I ease myself into it. I start with Act 1 bounties, because Act 1's most, for the most part, a joke. Um, and then I work into Act 5 bounties, and when I feel I can do Act 5 bounties, then it's, then it's, it's game time. Rifts are where it's at right now because you can get such a varying 
degree of monsters, you can get four champion packs at the exact same time. And I will tell you, the first time I had that happen in Torment Rush 1, I never came near death. But there was that constant, like, oh crap, oh crap, everything horrible that could possibly happen to me is happening to me. I need to not die. And there's a rush to that. Um, and that's just part of the hardcore play style, even if you're playing incredibly safe. Yeah, I, I agree yes. with that fully, Fledge. Um, also, to that point, um, we, we've noticed that, uh, well, not noticed, but um, Blizzard recently took a little bit of the bite out of poison enchanted mobs with uh, re reducing the number of globules that drop and then their duration of the globules is themselves. Um, do you feel like there are any other um, affixes out there that need to need to have another look you know, taken? I would like champion waller packs to not be as annoying with their walls. Oh god, um, yeah. There's Jesus some... Christmas. You can sort of predict their behavior. Like, you can kind of figure out, like, okay, if I try to run away, they'll try to trap me, or if, if they're a ranged mob and I try to move closer to them, they'll generally favor uh, trying to block me off from them, and that's a generalization. It's not always true. But then there's times when they will drop them all at the exact same time, and you'll get boxed in in this tiny place, and it becomes less of a skill thing at that point, because unless you have the legendary potion, unless you break Waller, you are now officially locked in a gear check. And that gear check is, can you survive standing in whatever other affixes they have or whatever they're doing without being able to kill the mob? That's unfun. I don't like that so much because that's a pure gear check with no skill involved at all. If you just get that RNG where they all line up and they all wall at the same time, you're done. If you don't have the gear for it, you're dead. Pretty much. And there's... Go, go ahead, Jamie. I'm sorry. I didn't well, no, I was going to say, there's that one formation where it's a triangle formation where they go right around you. You can't move. And that's, and that's four to five seconds that you can't move. So you're, you're dog meat. And if you got two waller packs, you're done. Unless you got some magical moves where you can get out of there, you're done. Yeah, the rare packs waller is fine. I think that's fine. That's interesting. The champion method currently, especially if they line up, is just feels terrible. It's not fun. Any other affixes out there, Cyber, that you that that you absolutely dread seeing on a monster? Individually, no. As combinations, yes. I've run into packs that were almost 100% electrified. Excuse me. The combination was Thundercloud, Electrified, happened to be Poison Enchanted, and uh, Knockback. That combination was just infuriating. Yeah, I would say that that sounds that sounds absolutely dreadful. I'm particularly loath to see the uh, illusionist arcane because then all the illusions are dropping arcane too. You know what? I I don't think they do. I've never noticed it. At least I kill them so quickly it doesn't matter. But I've never seen illusions do any affix kind of thing. No, I I have to argue uh, with all respect that I have. Anytime I've seen uh, Illusionist Arcane Enchanted, all of a sudden there's like 50 lasers on the ground. And it's like, yeah, oh it my god, into run, a giant run. rave in no time flat. Yeah, um, but similarly to your uh, Waller pains, um, when you get frozen on a champion pack, that's also terrible. Is it Wall, anyone? Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're getting chain frozen. Because that is also a gear check. Because unless you have something to break yourself out of Frozen, um, with, you know, I mean, how many people gear for reduced uh, 
um, movement impairment or whatever, um, and or Ooh. have ice climbers to, you know, ignore frozen. Not not many people do. No. So that that's one apex that I would love to see. Um, but thunderstorm also can be problematic, uh, especially in with knockback as well. Oh, but uh, okay. So that mostly covers most of the changes. Um, so let let's take a step back and just talk about Reaper of Souls a little bit. Um, what what are your opinions on Act Five? Uh, in terms of the campaign, did, did you did you enjoy the storyline? Did you enjoy the length? Did you feel it was too long, too short? Act five was fantastic. That's I mean, so that sums it up for me. I had a wonderful time playing it. I wish all the acts were like Act five. I I, it, I, I mean, in, in their own way, but I love all of the the little events. I just I, it, it's it's an amazing act. Yeah, all the mini dungeons they find, and I, and I realized exactly what was going on with them after watching the behind the scenes video about how many mini dungeons can pop up in, for example, in West March itself. West March is great those, for those. All the little rooms and the different events. It makes it seem like the really giant city that it is. That was a big problem I had with Act Two, is I felt like Haldim is this gigantic place, and we get to see. Two hallways and a throne room of it. That's it. I, I loved West March's how many dungeons there were. That was that's what really cinched it for me. Was I just loved doing all of those dungeons. I loved doing every one of them. I do bounties and I get to do like four or five events in addition to my the bounty itself. And I love I it. Think, I love it. I think primarily my only complaint about Act Five is, um, a a a. What's the word I'm looking for? A uh, sepia cinematic, as opposed to a fully rendered one. Okay, well, let, we're, we're not yeah, actually going to talk about the ending, but yes. yes. Oh well, okay. Well, no, I'm just saying that you know that doesn't tell you about it. Just that it's a right, disappointment right. that it's not fully rendered, and it seems a little. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Well, you know, setting up the second expansion. Oh, sorry. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay. So um, all right. Well. There, there were some also some undocumented changes. Um, the most prominent being uh, Paragon portraits. We, we have some new ones. Deport them if they're undocumented. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, have you seen the data mined um, Paragon portraits for 200, 300, and so on and so forth, up to 800? It's got stars. Yay, I've, seen the, stars. I've seen the 200 one on you, but that's the only one I've seen it on. I don't think they're out yet. Uh, at least I don't think they're out yet. No, they are. Yeah, they are. are they? I haven't seen them on my like I'm to Paragon 200, and I haven't seen seen it yet. Yeah, it's different. And uh, when you you have horns. Yeah, and then you get to 300, and then you have stars. And 400, you have more stars. Yay! I'm a star. Essentially. <laughs> I think um, it's cool. It was needed because the, they they revamped how it worked. I think it was needed, and I think it's awesome. I'm all I'm all for more rewards. Well, it keeps telling me every ten levels, new Paragon portraits. Like, uh uh You're lying. Well, there there is no cow level. Just remember that. Uh, I proved that wrong with a video. Thank you. When I found the cow rift and then took a video of it. Lies. It doesn't exist. <laughs> there is cows in a chest in Wimsyshire, though. Lies. They don't exist either. I oh, shut up. There is. He's <laughs> wizard. <laughs> okay. Um, also, uh, new gambling icons on Kadala. Yay! I, I I know it's a very minor cosmetic thing, but I think they look great. 
Ooh, they're glowy blue instead of glowy yellow. They're more purple, in my opinion. They 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 have that magical look now. Um, and I I mean I, I could talk about the Archon Beam. They they made some changes to it, but um, it's very very minor. But um, the probably the most significant of the minor undocumented changes was uh environmental traps um such as chandeliers and other things that you can trigger now do significantly more damage in higher difficulty levels to where they're actually worthful you know they're they're useful ha have you noticed this yes yes i had because i did finally get that achievement for killing things with the environment <laughs> i'm I, mean, I never actually paid attention to it, honestly, because I did that achievement a few months ago, and then I stopped caring. Cluster arrow OP. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed it, and I have to say that, uh, yeah, it's nice, because it, it, it does get you thinking about, all right, this is a nasty mob. If I can gather them underneath the uh, either the chandelier or the bricks or <laughs> the fun new, uh, what do you want to call it, the catapults in the blood marsh... Oh, those things are so annoying. Those are absolutely obnoxious. You're just running around, and all of a sudden you're halfway across the zone. Yeah, and it's like, by, by the time that you notice it, you're like, oh, it's too late. I'm already moving. This is fun. But I, I guess I guess they need to have some environmental traps that are a pain in the butt. <laughs> I think they're a blast. Yeah. I mean, it's... But I'm it, twisted it's like such, that, so it's what the are extra you going to do? situational awareness. Anything that makes you pay more attention to the game and focus a bit more is fine in my book. Yeah. All right, so let's move into final thoughts. And uh, so, Cyber, it, w is there anything that uh, you're a final thought, you know, worthy thing that that you'd like to share with everybody? No, I, I think it's great. Go play more Reaper of Souls. Try out hardcore. Have fun. All right, and Jamie, you have anything you uh, want to? I got I got two final thoughts. One, the ending sucked. I was hoping for a cinematic. And two, don't play for long periods of time. It's not worth it. You get the same amount of legendaries for playing two hours as you do for 16. Caveat, that may or may not be true. It's just based on anecdotal evidence. Okay, so, Kagura, anything that you... Um, any final I thoughts? They're, they're pushing the game in a great direction, I think. They've only been improving since Reaper of Souls dropped, uh, and I fully expect to see even more improvements as we go forward. I am 100% satisfied with the game as it is currently, and I look forward to getting better with ladders and f future tweaks. Awesome. And what about you, Scanline? Well, um, I haven't been complaining much, and I've been getting legendary drops, so... We were discussing if you complain more, you get more legendary drops. Um, I've been really happy with the game. Um, um, the RNG has been up and down, but that's the way it should be. Um, I, I just want to reiterate, please, please, please allow for some um, Forgotten Souls to, to be crafted from rares just occasionally. That would be really awesome. Yeah. But other than that, I'm, I'm loving the game. It's amazing, and I, I have no idea when I'll ever finish Finish it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you ever can finish Diablo, in, unless you're you're hit with a lucky stick like Jage, and even though he has he doesn't have perfect gear, he's completed three sets, so that's great for him. So happy for Jage. But okay, yeah. anyway. and he only plays two hours a day. Your lack of Someone please hand Nevik a napkin so he can walk the envy off of his chin. Well, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> And Zakad, anything that you, any final thoughts? Yeah, I, I've 
I've only been into this kind of online gaming type stuff since 2009 when I finally got a hold of a computer at home. And so I've watched the evolution of things like WoW and Diablo and then the advent of Hearthstone. And I've played some of the other big MMOs and they're very different styles. And so I've, they all remind me one thing, especially this whole Diablo warning like example. It reminds me of an old joke phrase, but it does seem to apply here about looking for the good things rather than all the, all the flaws. And that's uh, as you travel through your life, brother, whatever be your goal, keep your eye upon the donut and not upon the hole. That's um, that is rather um, philosophical and maybe dirty. Don't do it. All right. Well, I don't really have any final thoughts other than um, I, I'm I'm loving the game, and uh, and and even if I did have some final thoughts, I would probably save them for the official show. But uh, I I think with that, I I think th- think that's a wrap. Is and hopefully I can kill Magda here so I can focus on um, uh, reading the you know the closing the closing here. And oh my goodness, she's almost dead. This is come on. <laughs> <laughs> She's almost there. She's almost there. Just, just pause the game. Yeah. No, I, I, I have to get my little, my little thing from her. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and that that came out way dirtier than I intended. <laughs> sure it did. It's okay. There we go. All just right. because she's not saying that about you. Mm, right. Good point. So. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for the Shattered Soulstone Reaper of Souls and Patch 2.0.4 Community Roundtable. We hold these roundtables periodically as prompted from the uh, continuing development of Diablo 3. That, that's one important thing. You know, Diablo 3, what we have today is not what we're going to have in six months, you know? So even, if, even though Reaper of Souls puts the game in a much better place than Diablo 3 Chocolate... Um, there's obviously still improvements to be made. So just keep that in mind. Um, if you'd like to join us for our next roundtable, uh, whenever that will be, we would love to have you join us. So just follow us on Twitter, at Shattered Stone, for future community roundtable announcements. So until next time, from everybody here from the Shattered Soulstone community, um, keep on crusading. Yeah. By the way, I totally Yay. got the chemistry joke you made there. Hmm? We hold these roundtables periodically. This has been a production of Dawnforge, copyright 2014. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.